wasn't feeling sorry for myself was just I couldn't take it anymore I simply couldn't take it anymore I wanted to end I didn't want to be around anymore I just wanted to expire at that specific moment welcome back this is episode three of the Marcus Talks what's the point podcast uh, this week we've got an amazing guest uh, his name is Darren Scott uh, Darren's a very old friend of mine um, back from probably about 2011 um, today he's shared some amazing stories with us so um, yeah without further ado let's delve into the podcast for you uh, welcome Darren how's it going mate how are you good 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 really good Cool. Yeah, it's right. So, um, to everyone that's uh, tuned in and that's listening right now, Darren's um, Darren's an old friend of mine, and uh, I thought I'd kind of start off these uh, these podcasts with bringing on some close friends um, and just people that I've connected with over the years. And Darren's become a really good friend of mine, so I already know quite a lot of his backstory, um, the challenges that he's been through. Um, and that's probably one of the reasons why, uh, I've suggested him to come on because, um, you know, he's got some really kind of touching stuff and really deep stuff that he's been through. So, uh, so yeah, welcome Darren. And, uh, thanks for agreeing to come on. Um, why don't you, it's a real honor. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a real honor, dude. Honestly, I I think it's, I think what you're doing is amazing. no, thank you. Brody, I, think thank it's, you. I think it's amazing. I really do. I think it's a fantastic. Thank you, mate. Um, for the people that don't know you, uh, do you want to kind of start off and kind of tell us a bit about yourself just to introduce yourself yeah. to everyone? Well, um, yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm 41 years of age. I, um, I'm, you'll never guess this one, but I'm Irish. Surprisingly. <laughs> yeah. Twiddly dee. And uh, anyway, yeah, I'm 41. I've I've uh, born and raised in, in Ireland and in Dublin, and I've had a f- just a kind of a checkered life. Really, it's it's been a colourful one, and it's been largely challenging from day one. Really, and I've yeah, I'm a musician, a uh, musician most of my life. Yeah, I've been in the arts one way or the one way or another all my life uh but largely as a musician and a period of time as a as a as an actor and um but yeah being a producer songwriter uh performer um yeah guitarist and synthesizers and stuff like that pretty much uh, my whole life well i know i know this personally that you're a bit of a, a multi-talented guy so uh well done on that front mate um and yeah obviously uh you know i know more than anyone you know some of the challenges that you've been through so um, yeah yeah maybe take us take us back to um back to your early life and what what kind of kid you were and great yeah um so i was a i'm pretty similar now to the way i was uh uh, when I was a kid, I was adventurous and always ex- sort of full of life and full of gusto and full of beans. You know, I did, I did kind of I had a lot of hyperactivity 
that's kind of been reined in over the years and a bit more balanced than that. I think, I think, uh, yeah, always, always, always kind of, <laughs> my mind has always gone 100 miles an hour, you know, yeah. and just um, bouncing off walls and, and that kind of just, but like real creative. There was always, I always had a, always, always, always kind of had a smile, which, I always kind of wondered about that one, you know, because it was not a happy childhood at all. But I always had a smile, and I think that's kind of I'm a naturally an optimistic guy. It's just in my, it's just I was born with optimism. There's always a way out of this, or surely. You you sound to me like you may have been identified as a bit of a naughty kid, being so busy. Uh, were you the class <sighs> clown, or were you a, a good? No. Kid? So here's the thing. So in 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 school or in schools, as you'll find out as the story progresses, uh, as in many different schools, I wasn't a I wasn't bold. I wasn't like a naughty boy, but I was very very uh, dyslexic, and they love to label shit, you know, and and yeah. that. But uh, when I was a kid, dyslexia in Ireland was not a thing they really knew anything about so I was seen as a kid who didn't pay attention in class I would never talk back or disrespect I was a really excellent manners and stuff like that but but I was hyper I was giddy and very easily distracted so teachers may have kind of liked me but they struggled with me because I couldn't keep my focus I couldn't I didn't understand what was going on in school I didn't understand what I was being taught you know, I was in these big classrooms and I just didn't have a clue. So, yeah, I kind of, my schooling was was bad. It was not good in terms of my education and in terms of my, just ex, ex socially, it was a mm. bad experience, you know. It was, was, it was that, just was that, bad. Was that something that um, maybe more parents picked up on that you were you were bad in school or were they were they kind of helpful with that or my parents I feel for them uh because they had a they had it was it, it was oh man you know what how do you condense this one down essentially um my dad my dad my dad and my mom tried their best in a very limited way that they had in terms of resources it was very ignorant at that time ireland was quite an ignorant place in terms of helping kids you know you were just a bad kid you yeah. didn't it was not such a thing as adhd there was no such thing as or certainly that it was there was no understanding there was no understanding so dyslexia never mind you know any of the other really big struggles that kids had, you know, with, with ADHD or with, 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 um, Asperger's or any of these kinds of, um, issues that, that, that kids have these days, you were just either a good kid or a bad kid. Yeah. This is within my own personal experience. I'm not saying, um, this is how it was for other people. It's just from my own experience. So with dyslexia, you just didn't do your work. You didn't know what was going on. So you're stupid and you were bad. You're yeah. just a bad kid and made an example simple as that yeah but i wasn't misbe misbehaving you know so i wouldn't necessarily i wasn't talking back or anything so teachers would be trying to figure out how to best deal with me because uh, you know i wouldn't 
you know, since it was kind of a weird one, you know, so get, some some teachers would take the time to try and sit down and help me, but they'd kind of end up essentially giving up because it, it wasn't going in, you know, it wasn't going in. I suppose this is where, um, you know, we need to give give praise to a lot of the teachers even even back then because they you know they were fed limited into information and it's, this you know, is this is the thing yeah. so they, they they only had their tools available really to deal with what they yeah. knew and, and you know a limited yeah. amount of time and stuff so um yeah. but this is this is something that i've come up with with obviously my early life and my schooling um you know there's a sense of blame almost that I carry around with it but also you know because you kind of feel a little bit failed by the system that kind of thing but also mm. you know it's kind of what makes or breaks us at the end of the day as well so you know all of the, all yeah. of the things that we harbour as from my personal experience anyway being being you know being a victim for so long or branding myself as a victim um you know you get to a certain age and it's actually the liberation of of mm. really because it's the yeah. it's the things that i struggled with you know in my early childhood and and teens that have really kind of um you know they they they're kind of my skills now that i use for life and money and yeah. friends yeah you know yeah, there's like a, there's like a, you see, this is the thing, you see, when, I suppose when a select few people hear my story, um, they get quite, a, quite shocked really, because it's, it's quite a bad one, it's, it's a, it's a nasty story, and I look at it now, or even with, with my health, which I'm sure we'll delve into at some point, which was extreme and, and violent in some respects, uh, uh, dealing with certain things, everything was on an extreme. I went through all of this and it was, it was just pure hell. That's all it was. There's no sugar coating or there's no positive. It was just hell. Mm. And so there's that side, but I must acknowledge that side because I would not have done that years ago. I would just put on a brave face for everybody else's benefit and possibly maybe my own at times, but large to a larger extent, don't bring people down. Keep a smile on the face, keep strong, keep yeah. trucking on kind of nonsense and totally disregarding how I really felt. Yeah. So one side of all of this is just pure hell, hellish. I, I don't, don't, that's not an over, over um, exaggeration. It was pure hell. And with with my health and with my with my sort of childhood teenage years, uh, but there is the flip side of it. For me, I think I just got to a place in my life where it's like, you know what? Where I am now, or or, or or sort of the journey that I started to try and better my better my life, I started gaining so much from it. Now looking back, I think, how can I? I don't think I have, I, I certainly, uh, I'm pretty self-aware as a person. And I don't think I bear, I feel, I'm pretty sure that I don't bear any resentments oh. or any, I like, uh, I got severe, very severely bullied, you know, in my life. And, and it, it was extreme. Again, it was very, very extreme. 
And it was something got so out of hand that it just nearly, it nearly tore my family apart. It got so bad and so out of control. The schools couldn't deal with it. It was just a mess. And I, I just look at these situations and I think I got through them all. I did it myself. Uh-huh. Uh, my mom helped me. My dad, in his very, 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 very limited ways, tried his best, you know, uh, but he was facing his own demons. And, you know, I, I just think that I look back and I, I now am in this position where I see that I've gained, I've learned so much about myself mm. that I, I, I'm grateful. I'm not happy that it happened, but I wouldn't undo a single thing if you paid me. I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. I am grateful that I that I chose, in a sense, to 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 take these things and and make 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 better of myself. Mm. But, so, at what point in your life did you make that journey? Did you choose to use them to turn yeah. it? Around? Because obviously, you know, when, when we go through hardships in life mm. um, and we don't acknowledge that they are hardships or we, we do acknowledge that they are hardships, but we don't utilize them to better ourselves. You know, it's, yeah. it's quite easy just to kind of bull in a china shop, try and get through life. Yep. And it's yep. almost like a coping mechanism, putting that smile on every day. And, you yes. know, because um, we don't Good know, time. you know, we don't know what half the people are going through when we look at their smile, you know? No. Um, and this is, this mm. is kind of the reason why I'm going to be interviewing loads of different types of people just to kind of get, get their story really. So yeah. What, at what point in your life um, did you start kind of turning it around and looking at these things as, although possible, horrible to go through the positives. The positives. Yeah. No, there's, there's, there's a, but it's a, balance my goodness me it's a balance because you, you cannot you never ignore it's it's healthy very healthy to to have your moment of despair and dwell and anger and frustration and fear and all of these difficult challenges but it's getting that balance right and learning that's something i'm doing every day of the week you know yeah. the turning point for me i just in this conversation now now that i realized it was kind of there was a turning point and i I'm trying to remember exactly when there was, but I certainly, there were certain, I, I, I suppose what happened was maybe around, uh, I, I, oh, geez, I don't know actually. I'm, <laughs> but it, it, there, was a, there is a frame of time, certainly. There, was, there, there would have been about maybe, I, I wonder was it around the time when I, do you know what? I started reading Michael J. I'm a massive Michael J. Fox fan, as you know. Uh, huge Michael J. Fox fan. And I've always gravitated towards his optimism. And not and it, for me it wasn't optimistic because in a very in a very kind of fake, inauthentic way, there just seemed to be this optimism that he kind of had. He had Parkinson's disease and you know, I love the title of one of his books, um, oh, The Adventures of an Incurable Optimist. Mm-hmm. I always love that. I just, something, I get that. You've been through positive shit, but yet you can still be optimistic. And and for me, it was a very, I, I'm trying to think when the turning point was. The turning point was around, 
I started reading one of his books called Lucky Man. And I started identifying with him and identifying with his optimism while still staring in the pits of hell. (laughs) That sort of is the way out of this. Uh I do remember one specific point now. And I was getting chemotherapy. And uh, I had, obviously, uh, as you know, I had testicular cancer and it it very nearly killed me off. It was a very fine line. It was a very extreme situation. And uh, this was in 2012. Wow, yeah. I can't believe believe it's been that long, to be honest. Nice. Shocking, yeah. Well, as, as your listeners won't have known necessarily, it was you and I were working together when I just I finished chemo and I'd, I'd only finished chemo about three months and I started working at us where you and I met in, in, in where we were working and um, oh, I was very ill. But I, I, I during chemotherapy, which was, again, I say, I know it's violent, it's such a strong word, but it, it was violent. Yeah. It was a very extreme, I was hit extremely hard and it just, just, destroyed me um the kind of chemo i was on was was very severe and and uh, very intense and done over short periods of time yeah. they blasted the hell out of me and um there was one particular moment that it, it got so bad that i literally just wanted i just didn't want to fight anymore i couldn't fight i had no more fight in me or so i thought i had nothing left in me and so oh, i just wanted to what got you through? Like, you know, if it's... If well, because I mean... Was this... I, I'm, I'm sorry, mate. I'm talking from a, you know, a very fortunate position to have not gone through anything like that. Um, you know... It's all relative, man. Yeah, it's all relative. We've all got our own struggles, but that's... Yeah. Cancer something that... You've you no control over, I suppose. You just wouldn't wish upon you know, the your worst enemies, really, because it's just, it's such a it's, it's, horrific disease. That, it is, yeah, you know, it's horrific, yeah. I can't imagine what that would have done to your uh, to your mindset and to your to, to your mental well-being. Obviously, you were very ill physically, um, but to, yeah. to be going through that mentally and still be conscious, um, you know, while your body's kind of ultimately shutting down, um you know what? What kind of got you through? Well, do you know what? It was funny because there was there is a very specific turning point. It sounds very dramatic and all that. And I realised when I was having chemo coursing through my veins and all this kind of stuff. Well, it was. Now that I think of it, it was that moment. And what gets you through? I suppose the thing for me was at that point, Marcus, is that I'd already gone through. Just hell. My life life was pretty awful. It wasn't, it was an awful life. And, you know, there are are people out there who go through stuff that you just can't even begin to imagine. You just, how does somebody survive something like that? And I'm aware of that. And I just said to you, it's all relative. I do know that. And I'm I'm sort of feeling a bit like, oh, I shouldn't complain. But but really, my my life was just torture, trauma and hell from day, pretty much the day I was born. I was born into into a dysfunctional very dysfunctional family and a family with a lot of love but try to keep it together and it just it was just constant struggle my my dad he had his demons and my mom was struggling with what 
what you know you know they a year previously lost a lost a, a, a baby and then I came along and was the saving grace and you know and, and all this kind of stuff and then um uh, sorry that was a couple of air quotes when yeah, I did the yeah. saving grace thing <laughs> um but no the, the the thing is is that I I I um basically yeah I at that at that point, when I'd gotten to that turning point and that point that got me through, I'd already been through the bullying. I'd been to fourteen different schools. I, I, the bullying had just destroyed me. It, it stripped me of every 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 everything I had. I was made feel like I was worthless. There was nothing I had to offer anyone, and I was good to nobody. Yeah. You know, and and and. There was. I'm getting to a point here, <laughs> yeah. but at that point, I'd, I'd had all of that. I'd, I'd been humiliated every day of my life, really, in a very extreme way, physically beaten up. That kind of stuff I could handle because I can handle myself. But, but the emotional abuse on a daily basis. Yeah. Daily from the age of five up to the last day that I left the schooling system when I was 17. Wow. I think, 17. Yeah. Every single day. Yeah. Every single day. Not one single day from respite. It wasn't a single day of that. And it was total and utter humiliation. On a constant basis, and and the, the the point I'm trying to make here is, and I, I got out of, of the schooling system, but that was in me. That was just who I was. I was wasn't worth anything, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then you live your life like that, and but for some reason, I kept on going. Hmm. So then, by the time you know, cancer came around, and then I did, you know, I was in, I was as low as I'd ever gotten in my life. I was there doing, I'd never done any, I'd, I was never bad. I never did any bad things to people. I was, I wasn't a bad person. And, and, but, but however, the, the kind of thought that came into my head, a lot of people would, would say to me during the cancer was like, you will get the feeling of why me, why me, why I've never been a bad person. I've never. And the funny thing is I never, it never occurred to me once until people kept on saying i never felt hard done by as such i never felt that why oh oh why did i get this i'm so kind and good and i'm a nice person i'm a good guy and all. i never felt that never once i always kind of had the idea i always felt and this is gets back to michael j fox he said this sentence and i went oh my god i get that entirely with his Parkinson's, he was like, you know, um, well, why not me? Why, uh, why not? I'm as, I'm as, I'm as in, I'm as, I'm no better or worse than anybody else. I'm just, a, I, I, I don't feel I deserve this, and I don't feel that 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 um, I should get away with it either. You know, I, I, I feel that I'm as up to getting this as anybody is. I don't. Think that just because I've been a good guy on my life means I get away with stuff, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think that being a, a quote unquote bad person all your life means that you should get these things. No. I think things happen 
stuff will happen. And it's it's it was up to me to I, I never I never thought that. It never occurred to me that I I I you know didn't deserve this or that I did deserve this. I just felt it happened. Which to be honest is a uh you know it's 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 something to be proud of really because obviously i've probably uh navigated towards that type of victim mode where why is this happening to me you know um and it's taken me quite a while to get over that hurdle so for you to kind of you know i mean even find like a mentor in michael j fox i mean what a cool cat he is oh dude why did we fly and then you know his his hardships his hardships of parkinson's disease which is a horrible disease in itself Oof. um you know helped you um helped you through just reading his words you know um well it was it was it was kind of kind of ref, refining a thought process that i already had i didn't identify it like that i never identified as an optimist i never identified that that glass is half full it's not half empty I never identified, pardon me, I never identified with that. I, 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 sorry, I didn't, I hadn't identified that that's what I was in, within myself. Yeah. And when I identified with that, I suddenly realized, wow, if I can really hone in on this, there might be something, there might be something in this. And, and getting back to what you asked me <laughs> uh, in a very long-winded way, <laughs> I do apologize, no it was, it, it was what got me through was there was a specific moment when the chemo was getting so extreme and my gums were bleeding my tongue had ulcers all over them my teeth were in agony my oh the pain the pain i can't even begin to tell you the pain is extraordinary there's nausea is extraordinary you, you think you've been sick in your life have chemotherapy you'll know what sick is it's it's absolutely i mean sick is in nausea kind of sickness yeah. oh my god it's you cannot begin to imagine how extreme it was and so many people go through this and it's just oh you'll have chemotherapy you'll get through it and cancer will be gone you know off on your way it's, it's nothing like that it's it's for some people it's less challenging etc etc there's you know but they all have their challenges in their own way yeah but the moment for me, and I will get there, I promise. <laughs> the moment for me was I was crying my eyes out in the hospital. Wasn't feeling sorry for myself. Was just, I couldn't take it anymore. I simply couldn't take it anymore. I wanted to end. I didn't want to be around anymore. I just wanted to expire at that specific moment. I was, if that was the word in my, I just want to expire. I don't, I don't want, I can't I have no more fight in me. I've nothing left. I've, I'm, I've nothing left to, to pull me through this. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> who, <whew. laughs> hmm. Anyway. <sighs> so I was sat there and I was thinking to myself, uh, is, is it, this is coming at me from all directions now and I can't do anything about this. I can do nothing about this. And this is just coursing through my veins and I can do nothing. I can, I can pull these things out of my arms and get up and walk away. Or 
And then I'm just, these things are going to my head. And I, what will I do? How am I going to do? I can't I'm just cry my eyes out. My heart's thumping because I was, I had a kind of reaction to it. So my heart was having issues with the chemo and the, the agony was running through me. And then I kind of thought, look, I, this is the lowest point in my life. Mm-hmm. This is the very lowest after a lifetime of just pure hell. This is the lowest point. And then I just kind of stayed with that for half an hour, an hour, and stayed with that, which was very uncomfortable. And I said, I kind of, I just got to a place in my head where I thought, I can't, I'm not going to kill myself. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to do that. So what am I going to do? And I kind of put that out there, and I said, well. I kind of resigned, I surrendered to, well, if if the chemo works, I'm kind of curious to see if it does, because I've been, I've gotten this far during, to, to go through it, if I see it through, which I might as well, it better, it better well be fucking worth it. <laughs> My life better be fucking worth it. Yeah. I cannot continue the way I've continued. I cannot allow people to just treat me like dirt. I cannot allow myself to tell me that I'm worth nothing anymore. I cannot allow myself to be unhappy. Well, sorry, that's, you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. obviously I'm going to be unhappy, but a a continuous underlying unhappiness is permanently there. I can't, I can't keep, I cannot keep going like this, not after being through what I've just been through. Yeah. The chemo was the kind of the, the icing on the cake. It was what's gone before. Yeah. The constant struggle mm. every day, you know. And well, I mean that's you know you know, I'd already I'd already sort of I'd already kind of dabbled in suicide, you know, once when I was eight. I I, I tried to sort of end it and then another time, you know, two other times in my life. And and, and the, the thing is, is that I, I, it was just that turning point. I was like, I cannot go back to any, I cannot allow that to continue. I've got to make my life worth it. Yeah. There has to be a turning point. Wow. Okay. So that, uh, whoo. Yeah, some heavy stuff. <laughs> Obviously, um, you know, I've kind of heard, I've heard a lot of the stories and stuff. Um, but when you kind of lay it out, it's so powerful. You know, it's so powerful. And I think that's, you know, props to yourself for uh, getting this far, you know, and having the strength and finding the strength within someone that, you know, must have felt like a shell at times um you know i mean not every not everyone is gonna have um you know everyone's got a different story not everyone's gonna have um cancer um you know we would not wish that upon anyone um like you say it is can you say it's all relative i guess so because everyone's got their own struggles that they're going through i've always Um, said that 
It's yeah. all relative, man. My, my situation is no better or worse than anyone else's. It's just my situation. So that's the way I see it, you know. Are there any kind of um because it's almost like what you know, we we hear about these turning points and it usually comes from like a near-death experience. You know, there's a lot mm. of turning points and like life flashing before their eyes kind of things you know what kind of advice would you give to someone that hasn't been through a life-threatening disease that's um, yeah very good question you know that is really harboring a lot of the past and resentment and struggling to move forward positively you know and i'm not i'm not suggesting for one minute that we're all you know happy and positive every single day of our lives but there are things that we would have learned and picked up on the way you know yeah definitely things out of your story that you could share to maybe that's help a, someone stuck yeah that's a great question I, I think that's spot on because like a lot of people ask me had i not had the cancer would have had kind of essentially the, the, the bones of the question is you know would have had that turning point or would have changed my life or whatever um and the answer is probably would have gotten there eventually. Yeah. The cancer just it levels you off. So bear with me when I say this. People don't get it when I say this. And I, maybe your listeners will maybe get the idea. But essentially, it was kind of, I see it as a gift. Now, Bearing in mind, there's been nothing, there's been a, a path of tragedy and heartache and pain and suffering for people who have lost loved ones. I myself, you know, I, you know, there's, there's, there's people around me who, who um, I know, you know, one of my, one of my really good friends lost his, lost his brother, 21 years of age to cancer. So when I, when I sit here and say this kind of thing, I'm very mindful of the pain and sadness that people have gone through. Um, I am I am the lucky one here. I am the lucky one because I've I've, I've I'm sitting here. I'm, you, I'm sitting here already. I'm sitting here and I'm talking to you now, so I can say stuff like this. But I'm, I'm saying it with a real awareness of the of the of the just the sadness and and the, the, what's gone before for for people and what people are going through right now. But for me, I was lucky enough to have been, you know, to to have come out the other side of this with the with the idea that, look, I'm through this, and I am lucky to be in a relatively decent state that I can take what I've gone through and use it to my own advantage to to build and and build myself up because it was so extreme it kind of put me my head or I, I suppose I allowed myself or I, I allowed myself go there I gave myself permission to go to that headspace and I, to, to kind of say hey I'm going to take something from this I'm going to use it I'm, go, I'm, I'm going to if it took so much from me I'm going to take from it and learn as much as I possibly can yeah and I, I get it wrong every single day but I'll keep on moving forward. You know, I, 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 I get things wrong. I get things right. It's one of those things. But but I get your question in terms of, you know, for people that don't have that. And and, and, and I, would, I would never advise anyone 
far be it for me to advise anyone, but I would definitely suggest that the the the, the I know I know friends of mine, uh, people who are very dear to me, and I care about very much who do just suffer with mental health, and and you know um, it's it's a question that that I do hear a lot in relation to the cancer and the stuff I've been through in my life, and what I would. What I have always kind of said, and you, you pointed out there is a low point for people. There is a particular point when, when people get to such a low place. And I've never suffered with mental health. And I think it's an incredible struggle because I, I, I the only thing I can kind of identify with is the, the level of which I ruminate things where I get into something and I stay there and I, I cannot get out of it. But this before cancer, after cancer, if this is something upsetting or whatever, you know, because I'm a pretty emotional guy and pretty connected with my emotions and my, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty connected to, you know, I'm, I'm a sensitive dude, you know, and I'm, I'm proud of it too, but it can sometimes be the breaking of me as well. Yeah. If I'm not very, very careful, but I, I would get into a headspace. I mean, I could, I, I struggle to get out of it. Now I get out of it. And the only, the only thing that I have found that might be of a, a, a kind of suggestion for people is, is the most basic of things, which I find even difficult to do is getting out and going for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> Just get out of the space that you're in and go somewhere else. Never mind taking mindfulness courses, stuff that I've done. I've done some training in mindfulness. I've done, I've done all sorts of things in my life. Lots of training and lots of bettering myself and lots of... Um, you know, self-discovery and done huge amounts. Of, I've, I've been in psychotherapy, in and out of psychotherapy most of my life. And, um, but I, I guess for me, my thing was, I, I, I cannot do this on my own. I, in, in, I, I'm, I, in all, in certain senses, I must not do this on my own. You know, I, I must not do this on my own because it's 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 difficult enough to take the step to 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 do something like that when you're already struggling so hard. Mm-hmm. That step to just put on your goddamn runners and go out so, for a second walk, man, is very challenging. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's you know, like you say, it is a, it is a struggle to kind of just break out of that headspace and it's a, it's it's but, nearly impossible. You know, I think from my uh, from my uh, point of of going through like depression and stuff, um, it feels very lonely, and it like it feels like you're the only person on the planet with this um, cloud over your head. Yeah, and, yeah. You, know, you 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 do try to reach out, but it's almost like um, I've I've actually got a tattoo on my arm here of a of a guy trying to talk and no one can hear him. And that's kind of what it feels like, but it's almost like. You've I've had dreams like that. Yeah. But you're, t- you're Lots telling people 
about your struggles, which which helps in the immediate, but yeah, it's not the answer. Ultimately, their words, as as rich as they sound, or you know, as rich as their intentions are in reality, um, yeah. they actually they come back in your ears as a depressed person as quite hollow. You know, and it's yeah. a real it's a real funk to try and get out of. Um, oh, it's a vicious circle, and I can identify with aspects of that big time, yeah. big time. And I don't have, I don't, I don't suffer with that. So well, the the way I the way I eventually got out of it was like there were there were no guardian angels coming to help me. You know, getting out of that victim mode was there's no there's no one coming to help me. I've literally got to get off my backside and do it myself. Mm and keep going day after day after day and bettering myself every day and there were just a few penny drop moments for me where um where things changed you know and I couldn't do it anymore it was literally I cannot be like this anymore so I need to help myself ultimately and what you're saying to to share it with other people you know it's it's definitely a thing to do you should definitely be talking about uh you know your struggles or but there's there, there are people out there as well without people to turn to you know now um, this is the thing this, this is the thing it's easy for anyone who's just get out there to say get out there and talk go out there and take a walk that there it's not it's not these aren't there's no one sort of answer uh, you know and the, the the thing is is that it's it, it 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 even if you have people around you it must be a it's it i can see the loneliness you know never mind having nobody around you that's the, the loneliness is 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 oh my god i can only imagine and the thing is is that i i there, there is that there is that turning point, isn't there, though, where you kind of say you cannot stay yeah. here yeah. forever, but it takes that time to get to that place. Yeah. And you God knows how much awful shite you have to go through before you get to that place. Yeah. And it's 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 just by somebody listening to this podcast and you know, just that's even if they're doing it right now, you're doing something about it you don't have to be going out to seminars and just going mad doing loads of things and running marathons to to sometimes it's as simple as typing something into the internet and coming across a podcast like this and sitting down and committing time and listening and knowing for one you're not on your own you're not on your own. You're not alone. You're you're there's people here who are going through this right now as we speak, and you're not on your own. That's yeah. the first thing is realizing. I think there's a lot of uh, in this day and age as well. I mean, we're you know I'm, I'm mid thirties now. You're early forties. Um, there's a lot of people in this day and age where um, you know the instant gratification sold as a big thing, like. You know, with, with Instagram yeah. and you know everyone, Ooh, living, yeah, everyone living their best life, and it kind oh, of it yeah. almost like triggers you into this kind of why am I not feeling great right now? You know, yeah, why, why absolutely, I, yeah, exactly. Why do I feel this bad right now? And I think it's just getting people to kind of understand that 
like like you just said like just someone listening to this podcast or just someone taking that walk today yeah. is it's a success today it is yeah. a success yeah. because you're identifying yeah. okay i don't feel great right now but i'm gonna do this little thing whether it's making yourself a cup of tea or um yeah, or, believer in that. you know the the, the the small little self-compassion things yeah self-compassion you know just to kind of bring yeah. back into a bit more of a normal day to day you know I, ultimately ultimately for me it was it was me versus myself every single start day. starts with yourself yeah exactly so you see that the, the, the thing is the thing is and i admire that like i think it's great you know and i think i suppose i'd be conscious of or be mindful of the fact that in some senses that might seem like the most terrifying thing in the world because somebody who's down that low may already think that they're not good enough and if well that's great because if it starts with me well then i'm fucked because i can't keep myself up let alone you know um trying to fight this 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 issue that i have as well on top of it and but the the the, the thing is i think if 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 you have and this is it's the tiny 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 things that are seem so insignificant if you are opening your eyes in the morning and you take that breath and you keep on breathing in and out every day, never mind going on the internet and, and seeking out issues to solve depression or whatever, podcasts or whatever. If you are just doing that one thing, for me, sorry, answering your question, I think I think suggestion or advice is, is start starting to empower yourself and realizing that although it starts with you and that might scare you, because it would probably scare me, yeah. Um, because I didn't think anything of myself. Oh, I can't. I can't. I'm not worth. I'm not worth anything. I. I can't do a damn thing for anything for anyone or myself. So I'm fucked. But the thing is that if you can just acknowledge and self and, and see that it's starting with yourself is actually putting you in a place of empowerment, self empowerment that you actually do have the ability, you just don't see it. And I'm not saying go be positive and yay me and yay life. I'm just saying recognize within yourself that your eyes opened this morning and you continued breathing throughout the day. That is enough of a struggle for some people. Yeah. To just, just achieve that. Yeah. And to be honest, and, sorry to put in there, mate. Um, go ahead. With... with with that comes, you know, for, for this kind of instant gratification world that we live in right now, um, mm. all of the people that have achieved all of these great things and are oh, you know, su supposedly living a really happy, great life, they they've all come from something. They've all come through struggles and yeah. literally something as small as what you're saying, like opening your eyes in the morning and actually taking a breath. You've just to kind of think of how actually amazing that is you know yeah. even, even on like such a such a small level it's so big you know that oh, it's breath, huge that breath that we're breathing in is keeping us alive 
you know, and that and, and, and you're choosing to continue breathing throughout the day. You've yeah. you've made the choice whether you realize it or not, you've actually made the choice not yeah. to stop. And it's breathing. something we don't think about. It's something mm. you really don't think about. You don't think about mm. breathing. No, we it's don't. Actually, it's, it's actually giving you life, the air around it is. you life, you know. And, and and you're allowing it to do that. And I know this is all so positive and so amazing and great. But realize that for anyone who's listening right now, and, and for you and for me, because I gotta remind myself the same things. Yeah. Because I woke up yesterday morning, I felt I didn't feel good. I didn't feel good, and I talked, I talked about it, which was difficult for me because it's still I still struggle at times with trying to be that positive, optimistic guy with a big smile on his face and don't bring anybody down because I don't want to lose any friends. Yeah. Because I've 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 I haven't had like friends is something that's still quite a new concept to me. I didn't grow up with friends. I didn't have any friends. I had I, I had one mate, and I'm lucky to have had him. Because if I didn't have him, uh, I don't know what I'd have done. But uh, my 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 really good buddy, yeah, and um, you know, I've known him since I was since I was eight. Uh, but oh god, here's me in one of my tangents again. God damn it, Darren. What was I saying? <laughs> the hell was I saying? Oh, thank well, it was before, was before you woke up this morning, or when you woke up. Yesterday. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the, the, the thing is, is that you know, it is very great and all this positive stuff, and it is great and all, you know, but it's 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 about doing those tiny, tiny, tiny things. It's about acknowledging, not going, "Yay, I'm amazing," you know, or maybe, maybe doing that. If that, if that, if that helps someone, great. But just at least, if it's a struggle, to do at least this, do this much. Mm. Acknowledgement in yourself that you're allowing yourself to breathe as the day continues. You're allowing yourself that. That's empowerment. You can't just end this. Mm. But you've made the choice to continue. Yeah. And that's extraordinary, extraordinary levels of bravery. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I admire I admire anyone who can just do that. Yeah. And I think deal just, with just getting over that first hurdle. Yeah. So for anyone that's really lost in in a funk, just getting over that first yeah. hurdle. Yeah, it's it's then you can you can use that to propel yourself onto the next stage. You know, for me, my yeah. my next stage was I don't want to feel like this anymore. Therefore, I'm going to make it my mission to not feel like that. So what are the yeah. things that I can anything you can get your hands on, whether it's a silly book that's got a silly title, like make me happy or, you know, anything that you can just leverage for yourself to propel yourself in that direction. It, that book might not be the book that's going to save your, no. uh, you know, it's, well, it will save your life ultimately if you, if you kind of take yeah. a word or two out of it. Well, uh, that's true. But yeah, you're heading in the right direction. You don't need mm. to be at that destination right no. now. It's just, no, 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 that's the thing. And you're yeah. just going on it. And as long as you're keeping in the same direction, and not kind of uh, not getting dragged back down into the pits of hell of your own yeah. despair. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you're on you're on to the right path, really. So, uh, well, it's it's interesting because I mean that that one is particular for 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 anybody for any of us in in the world. It's just to remember that you've 
oh, big deal, I'm breathing. Big, big fucking deal. Well, life is really fucking difficult. Even if it's good, it's really difficult to navigate emotionally. And sometimes that is a big thing to just keep on breathing. But we take it so for granted, we forget to give ourselves kudos for actually continuing taking each step. But what another thing I suppose I'm thinking about is the people who are armed with the knowledge and the the ability to kind of see the light, kind of the light's there somewhere. I can kind of see it. I just can't get out of this fucking place. Yeah. I keep on landing myself. I still not landing myself. But I keep on getting back to here. I, I I take a few steps forward and I, I'm kind of getting somewhere. But then, like a couple of days later, I'm back in that place again. And in it's a, and it's a it's a repeating thing. It keeps on yeah. repeating itself. And that's I would say quite a common thing with people that are that suffer with depression or anxiety or any of these any of these these struggles in life. It's the fun, the people who are, 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 are seem to be functioning in their day to day. And that can be just as much of a lonely place because the loneliness must be must be incredible. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the thing I would say to people like that is is that you must recognize at least one thing that you are doing. You know, you you are you are doing so much, and it's it's not the it's not the immediate trigger answer that oh yeah God look at me I'm functioning I'm going to work and I'm I'm doing this I'm doing that and 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 all that it's it's not not going to it's not the immediate answer but it's 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 at that least at least at the very least it's acknowledging within yourself that okay. I, I'm functioning, yeah, to a degree. I mean, what you and, just, uh, um, what you just mentioned there with um, you can kind of kind of see the light. Um, mm. A good friend of mine once said to me, and this was this was another one of those penny drop moments where, when someone just articulates it in words, and yeah. you actually your your brain's able to digest something. Um, he said. Um, the light at the end of the tunnel is you. You are the light. And when I really yeah, understood that, I was brilliant. like, geez, like, that's you brilliant. know, yeah, because you're, you're con- constantly striving, you're constantly striving for that light, but it's actually, yeah. you. you're the one. Yeah. You, you, yeah, I totally agree. You, you've, you've, like we, and this, this again can be a scary thing and a, and a very empowering thing. Uh, but you have all the answers. Yeah, we in we inhabit every one of us. There's not one person out there who's got an extra special pass that they somehow avoided this or they don't have this because they're not worth it. Every single human on planet Earth has the answer themselves, and that sounds very uh, Cartolian and very big and very. But we it is true. We actually do have the answers and your friend is spot on you are the light standing at the end of the tunnel and you know there's something kind of soothing about that for me i kind of see i i it's actually even helped me that has i mean i mean to be honest these are the these are the things that um when i was severely in the midst of depression and the cloud was over me it's that it's that kind of feeling of i am mentally ill and i am 
It's the acceptance. It's inside of me and I can't get rid of it. And when I, when I started to really understand, like the word surrender, for instance, for me was a big one. Like literally just let, just it's, it is that acceptance. You're just accepting. Total surrender to the extent. Yeah, you're just accepting what is, is. And, you know. It's Very up, difficult. It's up to you to kind of move forward out of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's. Yeah, I think we've touched on a few really cool things there, really positive things. And obviously, man, I think you're amazing. I, I tell you all the time, I think you're amazing. But just hearing your story, uh, you know, a snippet of your story. We haven't gone into all the kind of depths yeah. of details and the, stuff. But the darker elements, yeah. You know uh, the story anyway. <laughs> for a bastard. It's amazing, you know, and what, what you've achieved coming out of it is is absolutely amazing. And you know, that's coming from my heart as well, man. Um, you know, we've been friends you, brother. a long time now. So, uh, yeah, man. Proud of us. Probably uh, the friend that I chat to the most, um, sending each other voice notes on WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. But um, I mean, if there's anything, anything else that you want to share before we, before we nip this one in the bud, just for anyone that's, maybe still on the fence or maybe you know just needs that kick up the up the backside to kind of even just make this day a, a success for them you know is, is there anything else that you've got in your tank for us today man i know you've shared a lot with us so well it's a, it's nothing but a pleasure I, I mean the thing is i'm thinking of a i'm thinking of a couple of people that i know and knowing the struggles that they go through which 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 is it's difficult because it makes me think i'm here we're here and we're all it's a very positive uplifting conversation and i'm also aware that this conversation ends and i go off and you go off and that person goes off and they go on about the rest of their day and 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 they, they still have to deal with their struggles they're still there and i'm very aware of that um and I suppose what would the, the, the kind of the fundamental thing I, I would say is that just remember that when this ends, this phone, this this podcast ends, well, you can go back to it a hundred times, whatever. If you want, to, if you're a glutton for punishment, and listen to my second <laughs> rabbit on. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously though, I mean, if 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 this is obviously that this is there for you to listen to over and over again, but. But one thing I would just say is, does this 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 call will end? I'll go on my day. Marcus will go on his day, and you'll go on your day. And just always bear in mind and always acknowledge that you are not the only one that is suffering, you know, and you are not alone in this. And there, there is a lot of there's a lot of us out there who who and 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 it doesn't always have to be people with mental health it can be just your normal everyday person we all struggle and some people it's a much more challenging painful difficult struggle and you know and others it might seem that it's less of a struggle it is all relative your situation is no less of a situation and and what you're going through is no you know um it doesn't you know it's it's no less so acknowledge that this is difficult for you and also acknowledge the strength it took to still continue walking one foot in front of the other getting up in the morning choosing to get up in the morning and choosing 
to 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 uh, to breathe in and out as the day goes on, and choosing to to um, to to try and sit with the uncomfortable because my God, it's sitting with the uncomfortable, and actually, it's yeah. very it takes real strength and courage and bravery to yeah, sit with the uncomfortable. Man. I think I think for me, just just based on what you were saying there. Um, you know, just learning to be with yourself um, as hard and uncomfortable as that is because it's a noisy place. Um, that's been a yeah, very of, noisy. Of, it's been one of the most eye opening and progressive things that I've ever done. Um, just learning to sit with my thoughts and acknowledge yeah. them and listen to them and just seeing where they're actually coming from as well and how ridiculous mm -hmm. they actually are. And, you know, well, have the conversation with your thoughts, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's two things as well that I feel is, is important to acknowledge as well. Two things. Um, trust yourself. Trust in your own self. Trust in your own Trust that you have that light at the trust that you are the light at the end of the tunnel. Trust that you have what it takes. Mm -hmm. Give it a go. Yeah. You'll see that you have what it takes. Yeah. And and secondly, my goodness, you just don't be ashamed. Mm. Don't be on your own with this one. Mm. Don't uh, and and even if you are on your own, find some way to communicate to people. And, and talk and share. Uh, join join an online group. Join do 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 something for yourself. Yeah. To, um. So, you know. And 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 yeah. These these are the these are the two things. Trust that you do have what it takes. You know. Trust that. And and. You know. Don't don't be ashamed. And you know to talk about I've this. You know, you'll, yeah. You'll find there are a lot there are a lot of people out there who know exactly what you're going through. Yeah. Wicked. Well. Thanks, Darren. Thanks a lot for that. Um, yeah, you're very welcome, man. It's a pleasure. Meet you and get your thoughts on everything and it's share an positivity. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Ho honor. Hopefully, there's you know the listeners are getting um, getting something from this, and you know, just just even improving their their hour while listening to this. Hopefully, we've we've managed to do that. So. Uh, but yeah, thanks a lot, Darren. Um, Very welcome, man. Yeah, hope everything's gonna go well after this phone call and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> staying positive. So, um, but yeah, yeah thanks man. a lot, man. I really appreciate this and uh, no, man, it's really grateful.